Welcome to the Immigrant Squared podcast. My name is Anna. I was born in one of the former Soviet republics, raised in a small yet very unique country in the Middle East, and have been living in the U.S. for almost 20 years. I've always been curious about different languages, cuisines, music, and traditions. I also always had a desire to help people become their best self. I invite you to join me on an adventure throughout the world as I discover immigrants' stories, learn about new cultures, and together we find new ways to help immigrants unlock their potential. Welcome to episode 24 of the Immigrant Squared podcast. Today, I had the pleasure of interviewing Audrey. She immigrated by herself all the way from Taiwan, and I reshared my story with her. We quickly realized that even though we come from very different places, we've shared a lot of the same experiences. Audrey shared how she changed her mindset and gave some amazing advice for immigrants who are struggling. Hi, Audrey. Thanks so much for joining the Immigrant Squared podcast all the way from California. How are you doing? I am good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your immigration story. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Audrey. Uh, I am an immigrant from Taiwan. I moved to LA directly from Taiwan. Uh, almost 10 years ago now. Time really flies. <laughs> um, work-wise, I am currently in transition. Um, I just closed my own coffee online marketplace business um, a few months ago and then trying to figure out what my next step is. And then so right now just having interviews here and there and uh, I might do something completely different. Um, and helping immigrants is actually one of my, also one of my passion projects. Um, so, and that's, I think that's why I got featured on that. Uh, I am immigrant. I am an immigrant. That, and that's how you found me. Yeah. 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 On the Instagram of the immigrants of the DMV, I think. Or yes. it was an I am an immigrant. There are so many organizations that are helping immigrants tell their stories. So that's amazing. And I'm always happy to meet people who are of the same mindset and trying to help each yeah. other. So tell us a little bit about what led you to immigrate uh, from Taiwan and how was that journey? It was a dream, really. I just wanted to study abroad. Um, yeah, kind of like um, like a lifelong <laughs> dream. I just wanted to, um, you know, go to the U.S. and and um, get my master degree. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, I, after I heard so many different stories from different immigrant groups, I just feel like my story is not that impressive because obviously I didn't encounter many challenges. I mean, just the, the most basic ones and never like, um, like something so terrible like you know what i mean like worrying about being deported um all that yeah yeah pretty but lucky even, even without these very severe um difficulties we all had some struggles right so what has right. been some of your um ways that you adapted to the new environment the new language and all of that 
I think my how do I put this? The 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 main challenge is the mindset part.、Um, I don't know if you if you have that challenge, but for me, it was that、um, I'm never good enough, and、um, you know, moving to a new country completely by myself、um, and as as people of color, right? And then and yeah, I was basically raised in this environment. People of color were not as good as white people, or not as good as Americans. That sounds bad, but I I was basically raised in that environment, and、um, so it was really hard for me at the beginning.、Um, even my English was, I mean, considered pretty good、uh, when I moved here.、Um, I still just. Like you know that inner criticism, yeah,、um, and just always thought not good enough, and, and I was like so shy, so quiet in class in grad school.、Um, didn't want to, you know, start small talk.、Uh, just just like this quiet person in the room, and completely lost my spark. Did not have self esteem. Um, yeah, it was bad, and I was going through a terrible breakup at the time too. So, like, completely away from my support group.、Um, yeah, that was hard. What helped you overcome those difficulties? Like, so, for the mindset part, it was really like、um, pushing myself out there to、um, getting myself out of my comfort zone. And、uh, just interact with local people, and you know, the the more you interact with them, the more you realize we're actually all the same, and、yeah. it's not, yeah. So it's not, you know, not about race. It's really, you know, we're all in different. We're all different individuals, and、um, we all have the same needs as human beings,、um, and. Not worrying too much about your English ability, the accent,、um, yeah. But it's not like a, a quick adjustment. It really wasn't.、It、took a while, yeah. And and have the courage to to really stand up for yourself and not be a pushover、um, when people you know take advantage of you, thinking oh you're just new here and you don't know a thing. Right.、Um, yeah. So yeah, it really wasn't really wasn't that easy. <laughs> yeah. How about you though? I'm curious. Like, what did you do to? Actually, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know your story. Like, when did you move here? And and yeah, absolutely. So、yeah. probably a good time to repeat it since this will be episode number twenty-four. And、okay. in the first episode, I、uh, kind of did a short episode of my story.、Um, yeah. So I was born in the Ukraine, and then when I was two, my parents moved to、um, Israel, and I grew up there until、yeah. high school. And then I came to the U.S.、Uh, in high school. Luckily, I came to a very diverse area. So I came to the Washington D.C. area, and in my high school, there were a lot of. Different immigrants、uh, and also just international people,、uh, 
um, that their parents were working at local organizations and embassies in in the Washington D.C. area. So right. I didn't feel like odd or different. Obviously, the usual struggles of you know building your community, the language. Um, but I really uh, got interested in cross cultural communications and just learning about other cultures and. And it was a perfect place to do that. And then after college, when I got into more of the career world, I started like understanding more that I'm different and struggling with the things like accent when you have to present at work in front of people, right? And just feeling yeah. a little shy when I didn't know how to pronounce yeah. a word. Um, the other thing is, I don't know if you encountered it, but, you know, on lunch breaks and just different like, you know, coffee breaks with coworkers, people always talked about specific like movies, TV series and, and music. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, that I don't, I didn't always know, right? So some people yeah. were just like, you know, interested in teaching me about it and other people were like, not making fun, so to speak, but like saying, oh, what do you mean you don't know? And I had to explain like, you know, I didn't grow up here, right? Um, yeah. And then later on in life, I had the opportunity to speak at a um, diversity and inclusion panel. And on that panel, um, I spoke about the fact that diversity is not always something you see. It's not until some people like open their mouth and start talking where you see that the person is different. Because maybe in my looks, I look just like any American. But once you start talking, I think that people need to understand that immigrants and, and and having an accent is something that we need to include in our plan, especially in the workforce and like when we're talking about diversity and inclusion, uh, because, you know, people need certain accommodations. And if somebody is an immigrant and they're not very comfortable presenting to a large group, what can you do at work to accommodate them? Or how can you be more inclusive of their, you know, culture and holidays? There were a lot of times where like, I didn't take time off uh, during like Jewish holidays at jobs, but we always got Christmas off and Thanksgiving, right? And, you know, I always struggled with the debate of like, okay, so what do I do? Like I celebrate my culture's holidays. I want to preserve my culture, but I'm a minority here. So I'm just going to take, you know, time off from my vacation days. And then in the current job where I am, like we have what's called culture days. I mean, there are not a lot of them because <laughs> there are too many Jewish holidays and not enough culture days. But I still get to pick sometimes when I take my culture day. And I think that it's that's really, really cool. It's really good that you even have that. Yeah. I didn't have that. Yeah, I think a lot of companies yeah. are starting to uh, have that and understand that not everybody like celebrates Christmas. Like I was the one who always told my colleagues, you know, hey, I'll cover if there's something urgent that comes up at work because... I don't celebrate Christmas. <laughs> and um, so it's it's just, it's a journey. And I think it's an ongoing journey. And even last week, I was on a work trip and somebody asked me, oh, so where are you from? And so, well, I'm from Washington, D.C. because I was just in a different state, right? And then they were like, no, but where are you really from? Like, well, you mean my heritage? Like, where am I originally from? Where is my family from? And it's never like a straight up answer. Like, I'm from x country because for me i'm multicultural and and i have different you know a mix of backgrounds and before i used to just like 
you know, be annoyed and not want to give this long answer. But then recently I, I realized that, like, this this is who I am and that's okay that you're not only from one place and whoever asked you and wants to listen, like, they will listen to the full story, right? Whoever wants to really get to know you. Um, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. That has been my uh, journey so far. And I'm still learning every day, meeting people through this podcast. It's been an amazing experience to meet people from different backgrounds, stories, cultures, share our struggles. It's very therapeutic to tell your story, hear others, and, you know, feel like we're not alone. Yeah, yeah, that is true. So uh, what are you uh, working on in the sphere of trying to help immigrants? Um, I am writing a book, actually. That's awesome. Um, so, Tell us more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I'm writing a book um, because my journey has been relatively smooth. Um, so I just figure, okay, I definitely learned a lot of things throughout this journey, and I wanted to help other people do the same. And originally, the plan was to um, interview some like super, super successful immigrants. Um, I was thinking um, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and, you know, all those people. Um, but then I realized, oh, my God, it took so much time to even finish my research, do my homework, to just research one person. Um, I did get a virtual interview with um, the OPI co-founder. Um, yeah, but that was like, I read her book and then I did like really, really thorough online research and learn everything about her and then figure out, okay, I have this question and I can't find out any answer. And then I reach out and then finally got her reply and then got some exclusive story. I wanted to include all those successful immigrants, like how they dealt with uh, all the challenges that they encounter and then got themselves to where they are today. Yeah. Um, but it was such a big journey. So right now I just decided, okay, I'm just my book for now. I'm just going to focus on what I learned. But at the same time, eventually I'm still going to interview those people. That's yeah. the plan. Yeah. That's awesome. So let's use this platform to say that any immigrant who has a story they want to share and be featured in your book to reach out to you. And I'll link your contact information <laughs> in the podcast. And we'll yeah, see where it goes. it's almost done. <laughs> it's almost done. My part, um, I think it's like 90% done. And then and then I'm, gonna, I'm going to find an editor and then do the editing and all that stuff. Um, so besides that, besides my book, um, I do have this really small community on Instagram called First uh, Doorway. Um, yeah, I don't pose regularly like you. You're doing such a good job, Anna. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so consistent. Um, I need to do more of that. Yeah. So tell us and a little more about the community. Yeah. What is it? Um, well, I don't post it enough. I don't post enough. It just... It's just, okay, 
I because I'm doing my book, right? And then so I, if I do the research and then I I learn something and I think, oh, that's something cool. That's a new learning. And then I'll just if I have the time and I'll make it like a beautiful post and then post it on Instagram. That's yeah. That's right good. now, mostly just something funny, or um, you know, from the research I did with those people like Arnold Schwarzenegger, what I read in in his books, um, and I found something uh, that's worth sharing, and then I just made them post. Yeah, just that's that. Awesome. Yeah, well, I need to be more strategic about posting. It takes and about time. content planning. Yeah, yeah for sure. Definitely takes time, um, but we're here to support each other as immigrants. So anything I can do to help, let me know. And thank you. I'll definitely link your um, Instagram uh, handle in the notes for the podcast. So from all of your readings, your experience, and some interviews you conducted, what is some of your advice for immigrants? Um, let's see. I think the main one that have helped me that has helped me is that, um, you know, we've all, we've all heard a lot about what other immigrants said, you know, their stories, their experience. Um, and, and people will tell you, oh, something, something, it's just so difficult. Like finding a job is so difficult. Uh, making new friends is so difficult. Um, and I would encourage fellow immigrants to not really buy into that. Because if it's difficult for other people, it's not necessarily hard for you. Sure. And if we just believe something is difficult before, before we even try, we I mean, that's what's going to manifest in your life. You think something right. is difficult, it's going to be difficult. Right. Um, and the reason I said... I think my journey has been relatively smooth is because I just decided to shift my mindset and everybody, all my friends, they told me, you know, people got accepted by like top 15 MBAs and um, they told me, oh, it's so hard to get a job, so hard. And they've done like hundreds of interviews and they just said, oh, it's so hard, so hard, so hard. And then I don't know, why? But all of a sudden, one day, I just decided, okay, I'm not going to believe in that. I'm just going to tell myself it's going to be super easy. And everyone I encounter is going to be super nice and kind to me. And guess what? It was really easy for me to get a job. I I think, I mean, you can say I'm, I was really lucky too. But, but yeah, you also I, I worked really hard. Believe, yeah, for sure. Um, I really believe it's like your your thoughts create your reality. Yeah. So um, I think I only had two, three interviews and I got a job. Um, yeah. That's awesome. I knew. I, I know. I was really lucky. Um, and um, I, I got my work visa because of that job. And um I got the work visa before I even graduated from grad school and also got my green card sponsorship through that job. Um, it's all because of that mindset and um, you just believe everything is going to be okay and stay positive. Um, yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, that's for, the main thing. 
for those people who are maybe having a hard time and struggling or I'm sure, I mean, we all had ups and downs in our journeys, what is some things that you recommend to do to help keep that mindset up? Um, I think um, two things. One is to always believe that everything is happening for you, not to you. And the second one is um, just have that gratitude and have the gratitude practice um, every day and just always look for things that you're grateful about. Yeah, and then people can, like even people you interact with, they can sense that too. Yeah. Like for example, today I'm really grateful for you spending time and then we have this chat. It's a Friday for you. Like it's your Friday night right now and you're here <laughs> conducting interview with me. Yeah, and we're uh, we didn't even know each other, right? I enjoy so, doing those on Friday nights on any night. This is a big passion project of mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just find things to be grateful about. Um Uh, for example, um, if you think um, making friends with local people is just so hard, how about we focus on, um, let's say, okay, today you get into an elevator in your building and um, you're one of your neighbors, you know, smilingly said hi to you. And that's something to be grateful about, like, oh, he or she didn't see you as someone different and he was being friendly to you yeah right so just focus on good things yeah the good and things the more and you the focus on things. good things yeah and they will multiply absolutely well audrey thank you so much for joining and thank you so much for sharing your story mm-hmm. i look forward thank to you. reading your book soon thank you thank you Anna. thank you for having me